Groovy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. This is the show where I go over all the news in the world of entertainment and pop culture. And uh, you, first off, you can follow us everywhere at Small Screen Co. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you can follow me if you wish at EJ Lauder. You can go to the site. Uh, which is at small-screen.co.uk. And what else can you do? You can also find this later on as a podcast. Uh, I share, I put that on a podcast on all, plat- on all platforms. Uh, you can find that at Small Screen Stories. And if you do listen on Apple Podcasts, I know some people do, uh, then a five-star racing would be wonderful. So now that I've got all that stuff out of the way, um, <laughs> actually, first off, what I want to do Uh, Before I get into the chat and I start talking to all you guys directly about the news that's coming out, uh, which is uh, there's some pretty big stuff to talk about tonight. I just wanted to address, well, not address, I wanted to uh, let you guys know that um, we've got a big thing planned for tomorrow. So if you're interested in this show, if you're interested in pop culture, if you're interested in listening and watching people talk about pop culture, the news, and all that sort of, sort of stuff. We've got some great guests coming on tomorrow, uh, so I'm very excited for it. And um, it's going to be 2 a.m. my time, which is CET. So GMT is going to be 1 a.m. in the morning, so I understand if you don't want to watch it uh, if you're in the UK. But I think it's a better, it's like a better uh, time frame if you guys are in the, in the US or in Canada maybe as well. Uh, so basically, yeah, I wanted to plug that before I started because that's going to be a big, big thing. We did it. We did one with Mikey Sutton a couple of weeks back. He's going to be back on. We're going to have Syl back on, uh, possibly TiVo. Uh, producer James will be on the show as well. I'll be on the show as well. And maybe some surprise guests. Who knows? It's going to be a great, uh, a great little thing that we're doing tomorrow. So I'm very excited about it and I wanted to plug it before I got started in the show. So I uh, just want to say hello to everyone in the chat now. So hey to Cardstock, uh, how you doing? Uh, hey to Red, uh, Red Lodge Crow. Uh, Cardstock has already got a couple of questions. Uh, <laughs> is that there? That's producer. So that's tomorrow. Uh, this is called the Super Team Megaforce. I wasn't, I didn't know whether we could actually uh, talk about it yet. Like the actual official title, it's revealed. So Edward Lord and Mikey Sutton, Sil Abdul, that James guy, and sometimes TiVo. And maybe special guests, who knows? Who knows? If they're watching, they might be able to come in. Uh, so, yeah, uh, hello to Bridging the Geekdoms. Uh, so he's he's in the chat as well, uh, talking about uh, a rabbit, apparently. Uh, late, late, late said the white rabbit. I don't know what you're on about there, Bridging the Geekdoms, but uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people in the chat find that funny. Uh, Red Lodge says, hey. And then Re75 is in the comments as well. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Reese, how you doing? And uh, then Chubby Teddy Monster Productions is also in the chat. So we've got a lot of uh, a lot of very cool people in the chat this evening. So again, um, I am going to be talking about Evil Superman tonight. So if you uh, if you do have any questions about the future of Henry Cavill, uh, you know I I have shared things before on small screen about what's going on with Henry Cavill. Specifically, really more with the Marvel stuff, less so with the uh, with the DC comic stuff. But if you do have any questions, please let me know, and I'll try and um, I'll try and answer them to the best of my ability. And also, if you just have any comments about what's going on in the world of pop culture, but there's some interesting stuff coming up. So the very first thing that I wanted to talk about, as I mentioned before, is this story that apparently Henry Cavill wants to play uh, an evil version of Superman. So this comes from well. <laughs> the beloved Patreon page of Daniel Rickman. Uh, so it's <laughs> Daniel Rickman. Uh, we, we are going to address this uh, in a in a future video, James and I, 
about the scooping game. And uh, Daniel Rickman is one of these guys that, I mean, he gets a lot of stuff right, but the reason he gets a lot of stuff right is because he puts so much stuff out there. And uh, it's often, it's a case of a, even a broken clock is right twice, you know, twice a day. Uh, so he does, there are elements of the stuff that he, he posts that does end up being correct. So this is why I do actually cover him quite regularly because actually over the years you know he, he posts so much stuff that it does end up being true but he of course he probably does have some insider information i don't know i don't know the guy personally i just find it a bit weird that he hides everything behind a patreon page um so he's basically saying that uh, henry cavill really likes the idea of playing more of the version of superman from the nightmare timeline so uh, this, of course, uh, harkens back to oh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. We know we're going to see more of this uh, this nightmare timeline in the Justice League, uh, which is going to be really cool. And uh, basically, uh, so it seems as though um, he wants to play that evil version of Superman a bit more. So that's a version of Superman that we actually got to see a little snippet of in um, in uh, Batman, versus, Batman versus Superman. We didn't see much of it in... Um, Actually, we didn't see any of it in Justice League. Uh, it was kind of there for a second and then, and then left pretty quickly. But it's like, it's it seems as though it's something that they really like the idea of. It's something that Henry Cavill seems to like the idea of. And it's actually kind of good news uh, if this is if this is to be believed. Now, do take Daniel Rickman with a pinch of salt. Uh, I always say that in my articles when I cover his stuff. But... As far uh, everything I've been hearing has been about him and potentially joining the MC, joining the MCU. But he has made it very clear in the past that he's very, very keen on on playing Superman. He loves the role. So it's like, um, <laughs> yeah, and as uh, Reese says in the comments, Daniel, Daniel RPK, which is, I think, what people call him, uh, the guy who said Endgame was called Annihilation. Well, you know, they, they get things right and they get things wrong, I suppose. Um, it's that's I suppose that's the game. I've got things wrong in the past as well. But, you know, I it's it's not... It's really not an easy game to be in because one thing I wanted to talk about, I probably will discuss this more in a future episode, is the fact that um, things are like really kind of, I suppose the best way to describe it is fluid in the entertainment industry. Uh, that's a bit of a weird way to describe it, but it means that they're constantly talking about things. They constantly change things literally last minute. So we actually saw this uh, with WandaVision. So WandaVision was originally going to have all sorts of things happen in it. It's like that, like Matt um, Shackman actually recently revealed that they were going to be ten episodes, but that like whilst in lockdown, they actually realised that they just have to tighten the story up, get rid of an episode entirely, which actually meant that they cut out a bunch of stuff, including uh, Doctor, uh, Doctor Strange cameo. They didn't actually film that though. They wanted to film it, and then the pandemic hit, and then they th they said, well, we can't really do it in uh, you know in lockdown. It's impossible. Uh, another thing they wanted to do was bring um bring James Spader back, but apparently again, uh, there were concern health concerns which stopped him from being able to do that. Apparently, that's the last thing I I, I was told. Uh, even though it was going to be like a voiceover, um, he just there are other other rumors around apparently that he just doesn't want to work with Marvel again for some reason. Again, I don't know. That's just that they are just rumors. Uh, so um, here Red Lodge Crow says, if, if, if it's true, it will work. Evil Superman, superhero, Captain Britain, MCU. <laughs> You're putting everything in there, everything in there, Red Lodge. Um, but uh, honestly, I would like, you know, I really did like that snippet of in the nightmare sequence of uh, of evil superman and honestly i think henry cavill's got the chops to play the role so 
uh, he's he's shown that he does, and I think if he's if it's written properly, uh, then let him do that. Let let him be the evil version of Superman. And Kazax is in the in the uh, in the chat and says hi everyone. Hello to Kazax. So here uh, Frank C and um, I haven't seen you in the comments before. Hello Frank uh, says didn't Henry say he wants to play more of the classic uh, role? Sorry, the classic role of Superman. The Yeah, my, my producer's up to his old tricks. <laughs> uh, he, he, I think he does that every time there's a new person in the chat. Uh, but yeah, so he did. He did say this. This was actually before, I believe, Justice League was released. He said he was more interested in, he was interested in playing the more classic version of Superman. Because up until now, it's been quite a, I suppose you can call it a depressing version of the character uh, that he's played. Oh, it's cocaine and for Kaz. Okay, all right, that's, that's for Kazak. So not every time a new person is in the person is in the chat. So I I would I mean I think I think the story here I mean this is again from Daniel Rickman is that is that Henry wants to play an evil version of Superman. He is going to be playing an evil version of Superman in uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. We are going to get to see more of that, and it sounds like he enjoyed it so much that he wants to play more of it. That that's what I'm getting from this uh, from from this story anyway. Uh, so uh, Reese is also in the chat saying if Henry stays as Clark's side. <laughs> patent pending you can get you can play captain britain all right so <laughs> this is something that i i uh i mean if you are if you guys are new here you probably don't understand what's going on i am starting or i've started a campaign for edward for captain britain and uh so it's actually ed edward for cap britain so four as in like the number four um i am desperately trying to get this because <laughs> one of the things i've always wanted to do there we go there it is one of the things i've always wanted to do uh, ever since i was a kid uh was play this weird role uh this weird superhero called captain britain ever since i was handed an excalibur comic by uh, i think it was my uncle actually that gave this to me but um yeah and i just thought it was really cool being english uh british um well, you know, at the time it seemed really cool, and I was always like, "There aren't there aren't any English superheroes, British superheroes." I used to have a an American friend uh, who'd make fun of me for that, I'd be like, "You know, you Brits uh, don't, you know, you don't really have your own superheroes, do you?" And then I found out about Captain Britain, and uh, it, <laughs> I'll be nice tonight, Edward for Cap Britain. So you know, he's being nice. Uh, <laughs> Reese is being nice for once. Uh, then we also got a lot of joke ones like uh, Edward for Blob, uh, Edward for Wow. Ow, Edward for Blob, uh, and uh, show us those arms. You know, uh, I, I would do. <laughs> I'm not gonna. T I'm not gonna do that. So Red Lodge wants me to show my arms. Yeah, uh, there they are. They're exactly. They're the. They're the, They're my arms. They are my arms. Uh, uh, Colin wants a cocaine too. Uh, so if uh, producer James can get on that, he wants. Cocaine -um. Gokainum. Yeah, what I'm what I'm saying is if if Marvel hires me, let's do this. If Marvel hires me, we've seen what they managed to do with Chris Pratt. Uh that I could get on that diet. They I mean um I think they're doing the same with the uh, the DC comics. Uh Zach, uh, Zachary Levi's looking pretty hench these days. So it's uh <laughs> Edward can't <laughs> Edward can't show his arms, they're too tired from the gym. Exactly what? <laughs> from the gym that's currently closed <laughs> but um yeah I, need, I do need to get back into the gym that's something i desperately need to do but not just because i want to play captain britain and uh thank you very much producer thank you thank you very much producer james he's having a ball even though he said he said he wasn't going to be doing anything tonight yeah
<laughs> and uh, Colin says, thanks, James, for the cocainum. Cocainum. Uh, so, I mean, again, <laughs> going back to uh, the story at hand is that, uh, well, Henry Cavill apparently reportedly, according to Daniel Rickman, so do take that with a pinch of salt, wants to play evil Superman. And um, yeah, uh, it's uh, as an actor. Well, I'm not I'm not saying as an actor it, for him. It's probably more interesting to play. Uh, an evil version of Superman. I don't know, but he has. You, one of you guys in the chat did say this. He has in the past said he's very interested in playing a, like a more kind of traditional version of the character, which we got actually kind of a bit more in um, in in Justice League. We we got we got a bit more of that in Justice League. So uh, Kevin Feige's in the chat saying you guys are hilarious. Yeah, Kevin, ha you know he promised me. He promised. He gave me. He sent me the uh, the. Obviously they were fake. The the contract, uh, which is a shame. And no, no. <laughs> Red Lodge is in the chat saying James is on point as usual. James is on point. I have. Uh, I think I'd say I have the most disruptive. <laughs> I have the most disruptive. <laughs> but also, <laughs> also the funniest and the best producer around. Uh, he is, if you, I mean, if you think of me as like Joe Rogan, uh, which don't, please don't, but he is my, uh, what was it? What's Joe Rogan's producer called? Is it Jamie? It's not James, it's Jamie, isn't it? Joe Rogan's producer. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's cool to have a producer anyway. Right. Uh, I'm going to move away from that story and onto another one, uh, which I'm going to talk at length about because uh, we did kind of discuss this kind of briefly uh, on uh, yesterday's program when he actually had Matt Jarber in the chat, which well, he actually came on the show, which was great. Uh, and we were talking about Giant Freaking Robot. And I am not one to like diss other outlets because I actually think Giant Freaking Robot, first off, I really like the aesthetic. I think it's a really good looking site uh, just from a, a web design point of view. I think it looks great. Uh, very, very clean. But uh, and they, they have, this is going to be difficult to talk about. They have had scoops in the past that have turned out to be correct. Uh, they have also had scoops that are very, very similar to ours at small screen, which, you know, that's fine. Um, stuff like that happens. That, that does happen. This this one I'm a bit dubious about because of what I've been told um, by people that I know to be working on a certain movie. Um, but they're claiming that the next version of Batman is going to be a black Batman. So one of the reasons why I think this could happen is actually because they've done this in the comics. So uh, the new version of Batman is actually a black god of Batman is actually uh, a. a <laughs> a guy called Tim Fox. And um, this was actually written by 12 Years a Slave screenwriter John Ridley. And uh, so this, these are the new comics. And uh, it's actually really, really cool. If you've got a chance, do go. And, um, <laughs> and people are saying $5 super chat for Jamie. Uh, and apparently I've been I've, you've been towed, huh? And then I uh, cancelled, apparently, is what I, I just said. Uh, Reese has just cancelled me. All right, well, that's fine. And yes, it is young Jamie, the uh, the producer on Joe Rogan. But yeah, so... <laughs> so they are saying that uh, the next version of Batman is going to be black, uh, which is like... The, the, thing, the, the reason why I'm a bit dubious about this is because uh, I was actually told that Robert Pattinson is going to be playing Batman for the next for like another two movies. So they want him for three films. So it seems very 
early and premature to say, okay, Warner Brothers is already thinking about the next guy to play Batman. Because not only is Robert Pattinson playing Batman at the moment, but we actually still technically have Ben Affleck playing Batman. And it's like, I just feel, I just feel like this story is quite reactionary and it's quite early. And um, I'm not sure who's telling them this. I have asked around about this as well, and I've been told that no one's heard anything about this being the case. At the moment, they're very much focusing, Warner Brothers is really, really focusing on the Batman because they actually see this as like their potential Oscar movie. Uh, is that's actually the last thing I was told by uh, someone who, who's actually doing the VFX on the movie that I went to, again, I seem to have gone to school with quite a few people that work in the movie industry, but no. Uh, she actually did tell me that they're, they're really looking at this as um, a real kind of Oscar bait film. Well, not an Oscar bait film, but an Oscar, a potential like Oscar nominated movie. And which to me sounds crazy. It's like the, the, the like Batman being an Oscar nominated film is just insane. But that's that's what they're looking at it as. And it's like, again, they're, lo they're really looking at it as like their their kind of next Joker. And they're going to push it. They're really going to push it. And apparently they really like what, what uh, Matt Reeves has been doing on, on, on the movie. And apparently all the talk of there have been problems on set and all that kind of stuff is just utter garbage. It's nonsense. And I actually did a, a video about that a couple of weeks ago. And um, people have actually been, you know, telling me that, oh, thank you for, for, for sharing this, because all we've been hearing so far is just negative stuff about the film. I, I really do not understand why certain YouTubers are really, really just hell-bent on trashing this film. Uh, again, I, I, the, film was, uh, the film was shooting Liverpool, and I knew some people uh, that, were, that were there in Liverpool at the time, and they said there was nothing, you know, everything was going pretty smoothly, uh, as smoothly as it can go on a, on, a, on a Hollywood blockbuster. And then there were lots of uh, reports that there was a rift between Reeves and uh, Pattinson, that Reeves wasn't happy because Pattinson wasn't big enough, apparently. Again, that's never been an issue. That has never, ever been an issue. They, they were saying that, that Reeves was annoyed because the uh, <laughs> the stunt double, the Batman stunt double, was, too, was bigger than Pattinson, and Pattinson apparently was supposed to get bigger than he did. That was rubbish. That, that was utter, utter rubbish. Um, what might I mean, the only thing that might be the case is that they disagreed slightly on certain aspects of the character. But that's to be expected between a director and the lead actor. You know, it's a it's a conversation. It's something that's going that's that's going on constantly. Uh, so Reese in the comments and says sounds like a CW Batman. Now, they didn't mention that anywhere in their article that it could be a, like a CW version of the character. Uh, they said that it's Warner Brothers DC is developing a Black Batman movie, um, similar in the vein as their Black Superman movie. So it seems as though they're kind of saying that this is like the bad robot version. But how much stuff are they giving bad robot in that case? It just seems like too much to me. So honestly, to me, this whole thing sounds a bit... I don't really want to say fabricated. I just did. Uh, but it's it's just say the put the cookie down. <laughs> there you go. I said it. I said it. But it, it's it's just um I, I feel that there's a fan base out there that really just is hell-bent on dissing and not liking Robert Pattinson in the role. And I think that's that's the problem. Uh, I'm not saying that this is giant freaking robots case. They've probably been told this by somebody. Um, that again, I get. I tell. I say this all the time. I get sent so much stuff by people, which is utterly like most of it is lunacy, uh, and I'm just like you're, you're talking nonsense. 
the minute I start asking them for more information and actually trying to validate who they are, they can't get back to me or they say, oh, you know, I don't want to do that. I want to remain anonymous, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I can't do a story on that. You know, I can't run a story on that. And I, and I wonder whether Giant Freaking Robot has done that in this case, has been told something. I'm not saying they haven't. I'm not, I'm not saying they made it up. I'm saying they've been told something by a source, which is kind of shady. And again, it's to take, um, I think it's this whole thing is to take focus away from Robert Pattinson's Batman and also Ben Affleck's Batman. And don't forget, we're getting Ben Affleck back in, in the Flash movie as Batman. There is a potential to see more of him in the future. And we are also hearing rumors at the moment. These are rumors, mind you, that Zack Snyder's Justice League 2 is in active development. We were told this a while back, but now I think it was Grace Randolph, Randolph that said this, actually, that... Um, that that they are actively producing it now. That they're going into it because the num they see the numbers already for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Sounds as though they've got a lot of people subscribing to HBO Max in the US just to see this movie. The numbers speak for themselves as far as that's concerned. So what I'm saying, I suppose what I'm saying is that as far as I'm aware, what bad ro if if this is bad robots, bad robots already working on Constantine on uh, the Black uh, Superman movie. Uh, and then they're also working apparently on a on a well they're working on a Justice League Dark series. There's the Green Lantern series, that's Belanti, but it's it's not it's not um, Bad Robots. So I think Bad Robots got quite a lot on its plate at the moment. So yeah, I'm just uh, uh, I think it's too much. I don't think Bad Robots doing this at the moment. There's probably an idea. There's probably an idea to do it. It's only just been introduced in the comics, and um, it, the comics was the comic was really well received. So you know, maybe I'm I'm not saying in the future this won't happen. It probably will. It most likely will, and it'll probably be brilliant. But at the moment, I'm not hearing anything about it. Uh, Colin in the comments says uh, Pattinson will have to win the fan bases. They won't let go of Affleck to this. Uh, sorry, they won't let go of Affleck to this day which is ironic as nearly nobody wanted Affleck in the first place. You are so true. You are very, very true in that. Like no one wanted Batfleck when it, when it first was announced. I think most people who embrace the new Batman if the movie is well done. Completely agree with you, Kazakhs. Uh, I think you're, you're, you're spot on there. And then uh, here, definitely, uh, it's, just, it, um, it's just ironic as we've been through this song and dance before with Affleck. Who was seen as a joke until BVS came out? You know what? Ben Affleck was brilliant in Batman versus Superman. He was so good. And uh, we've got, um, <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, respond to Eddie Gomez. Uh, Oscar Isaac, has Moonlight confirmed or not that has. No. <laughs> Producer James doesn't want me answering your question, but yes, it has been, it has been confirmed. Uh, that it wasn't confirmed at the Disney Investors Day presentation. That's the one one place where it wasn't confirmed, but it was in it was in the main trades. So I'm pretty sure that is that is uh, like nailed on. Uh, so I'm uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kevin Feige. Eddie, do you ever uh, follow along in a conversation or just shout questions at Edward? Yeah, I mean, he's. I ask for questions and he does offer them. So do let me know what you think about all of this. Uh, I noticed you've been quite quiet on whether you actually want this potential version of Batman or not. Uh, let me know who your favorite Batman is of all time. I'm always going to say Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is my number one Batman. And I'm, I'm very excited to see him back in the flash. And then Eddie Gomez just, uh, yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge this. You know, some some funny bits uh, going on. And um, here, 
Is there anything you know about Ant-Man 3 apart from Goat Rodeo? So Goat Rodeo, actually, yeah, that was confirmed to be um, the working title for Ant-Man 3. All that I know is that Michelle Pfeiffer's coming back, or as I like to call her, Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, she is definitely coming back, and um, that's basically all I know. Like the, uh, At the moment, there's not much. Uh, it seems as though the film's in pretty... It's not early development. It's it's getting it's it's getting to very close to being filmed, but we won't know more about it until 2022. I don't think I haven't really heard anything about it. Uh, Kazak says Batfleck all day, and Eddie Gomez puts in Christian Bale. I think Christian Bale is brilliant. I like I like Batfleck a lot. I like Ben Affleck as Batman a lot, but I mean I think it does also depend on the movies you're in. So I I had issues with Batman versus Superman. I have issues with um, some, like some of the stuff that Ben Affleck as Batman was doing uh, in those in those movies, but I think he was a very very good Batman, and I think uh, I was really looking forward to seeing his like solo Batman film that sounded brilliant, but unfortunately we never got it, which is really a shame. Right, moving on, and moving on to some uh, another bit of uh, news that comes from Daniel Rickman, and that's that Ryan Reynolds has apparently been given full creative control over Deadpool 3 by Kevin Feige specifically. So this is like, this this story has been kind of going on and on and on now for quite some time. And it all stems from the news that apparently there was a bit of a, a rift going on between Ryan Reynolds and Disney. So apparently, first it was, it was revealed officially by Kevin Feige that the movie is going to be R-rated. It's literally going to be the only R-rated film in the MCU, which is fine. Uh, that's fine, even though I think Blade should be R-rated. Um, and then they they hired the Molyneux sisters to write it, which means this is the first uh, Deadpool film not to be not to have been written by uh, Wernick and Reese. Um, which, to be honest, I'm not that bothered about because I don't think they're particularly good writers. Uh, that's just my personal. Um, <laughs> that's um, again, you probably like them a lot. You, I, I think the the Deadpool films are good. I think everything else they've done, apart from the first Zombieland, I think has been pretty poor, to be honest. But you know, I'm I'm really excited to see what they can do with it. Uh, so, but then it was reported that there was a rift between Reynolds and Disney or executives at Disney because they didn't like what he was making fun of or what he wanted to make fun of in the movie. What? Yeah, there were rumors apparently that uh, he wanted to make fun of some uh, pretty high ranking executives within Disney. I heard rumors that it was Bob Iger or Bob, Bob Chapek. Uh, specifically, like their joke about that. So basically, it sounded like Ryan Reynolds felt like he was um, being censored by Disney, which doesn't sound good. But now it seems as though Kevin Feige is in Ryan Reynolds' corner and basically just said, Ryan Reynolds, you have full creative control over this movie, which basically to me, it, it's a good thing because it means we're going to get a really good De Deadpool film. But it also means they're kind of seeing this as like MCU adjacent, even though um, Kevin Feige did say specifically that this film will be part of the MCU. Uh, it seems as though it will be operating in some kind of, I, I think, an alternate universe. I think it's going to be part of the multiverse and um, and that it's not going to really be a part of the MCU. Like, it like it'll be the film that only adults can see because it'll be R-rated. So there's that as well, which means, like, a lot of the fan base of the MCU, which is... A lot of you know kids still these days. They, I mean, they are. Te I mean, superhero films are PG thirteen. Most of them in the MCU specifically, which means a lot of kids can see this film, so they won't really be able to see the Deadpool films. So it means that nothing major, as far as the MCU, will happen in the Deadpool films. I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely fine with that. Um, the other thing I heard was that 
uh, Ryan Reynolds, uh, so Deadpool, is going to be like take over the Stan Lee cameo role. So he's going to be cameoing in all the MCU movies, uh, which I know I love that idea. I think it's a fantastic idea. Uh, again, I just hope they don't censor him too much. I mean, probably in the MCU movies they will do, but I really, really hope that Deadpool 3, and again, this does come from Daniel Rickman, so maybe I wouldn't take it with a pinch of salt, though, because it sounds legit to me, but it's something that um, is out there. They're saying that Kevin Feige is giving Ryan Reynolds full creative control over Deadpool 3, which is what we all, I think, is what we all want. Uh, right, let, get, let's go back into the comments. Um, so Kazakh, yeah, sorry, Colin says, yep, definitely. Wouldn't change a thing except maybe Clooney. So that's about um, Kazakh saying this. He says, all of them um, matches their respective context perfectly, which I agree with you. And um, so it's just, I, I agree with you. I think they all they, they all have their, their good bits, although I would say George Clooney less so. Uh, so Reese says, if that's true, how long until Ryan's creative control gets pulled away? Um, I, hope, I hope it doesn't. I, I really hope it doesn't. Uh, I, I hope I hope they they just kind of let him get on with it, and then uh, in the end, uh, the movie turns out to be brilliant. I hope that, that that's what happens, and I hope it makes a lot of money for them because ultimately that's all they care about. I mean, really, they want the movie to be well received, yeah, but they want the movie to make a lot of money. Really, that's what they really want. But do let me know what you guys think about that. Are you guys excited for Deadpool three? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Uh, right, Aaron Taylor Johnson is apparently rumored to be returning to the MCU as Quicksilver. So this it comes from Giant Freaking Robot again. Um, I again would take this with a pinch of salt because I know for a fact that Aaron Taylor Johnson isn't really wasn't really interested in returning before uh, to the MCU. Uh, one of the reasons why we haven't seen him in the MCU since is because of that deal they did with Fox in order to get the character in the movie. So they actually did a deal for. Um, uh, Wanda Maximoff and Pietro Maximoff, and they couldn't refer to them as uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, so they just refer to them as mainly the twins, actually. Um, and then basically they said that the the deal stipulated that Quicksilver or Pietro had to die in the movie or could only be in one movie. So that's why he dies in Avengers Age of, Age of Ultron. But in in return what ended up happening was they got to keep Wanda Maximoff and have her in multiple films. So they had her in uh, Civil War and then they had her in all the um, uh, Avengers films. Uh, and then they ended up making Wanda Maximoff, but they only, uh, sorry, WandaVision, but they only managed to do that once Disney took over um, Fox, which is now why uh, she has been referred to as the Scarlet Witch. It's actually the first time she's ever been referred to as the Scarlet Witch in the MCU. So, uh, all that happens, and everyone that was then watching WandaVision and kind of, you know, Evan Peters turns up as uh, supposedly Pietro, and everyone was like, oh my God, this is multi, this is the multiverse. No, it wasn't the multiverse. He was just under uh, some sort of spell. And um, even uh, there's stuff about that that doesn't quite ring true. Why Why is he able to go fast and stuff? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so he's un um, under a spell. He's called Ralph Boner. People got very upset about that, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people are very upset about that in the comments. And um, But apparently, according to Giant Freaking Robot, uh, Aaron Taylor-Johnson is going to be coming back in a future Marvel movie. Is that is that really going to happen? I really don't know. I haven't. I personally haven't heard anything about this. Uh, I would. I've heard rumors that Evan Peters is going to turn up. Uh, incidentally, this has all led to the hashtag uh, Save uh, Quicksilver, which is trending on Twitter right now. And a lot of people are trying to save Quicksilver because they're really not happy with the way he's been treated by the MC in by Marvel Studios specifically. Um, do, the, the real question is: Would we want Would we want Aaron Taylor Johnson to come back? Let, do let me know in the in the um, 
in the comments if if that's something you really want to see if you want to see Aaron Taylor Johnson return maybe something involving Scarlet Witch could happen and she could bring him back somehow Kazakh says they could go with two Quicksilvers like we get uh, multiple speedsters in the DC working together that they could do that they really could to could do that but the only the only issue that I have with all of this is um is Aaron Taylor Johnson himself he does not tend to do sequels he does he I don't think he ever really showed any interest in in doing franchise stuff we saw him in kick-ass and he then did kick-ass 2 which was a disaster kick-ass 2 was an absolute disaster so maybe maybe he's been burned by that and he's just not interested in doing this kind of stuff anymore maybe one of the reasons why he accepted the role in the first place was because because he knew he'd only be playing it once uh and um aaron taylor johnson is a funny a funny actor He's, uh, I think he's a good actor, very good actor, and uh, is often typecast as kind of like the the army guy, uh, which is a bit weird. But yeah, okay. And he's done the superhero movie stuff, so I think now he's probably more interested in doing uh, some some more indie stuff. But then again, and there's Evan Peters right there. Then again, everyone has <laughs> has has his or her price, so maybe they can offer him enough enough money, and then he'll come back to do the role. But as I was saying, I personally haven't heard anything about this, uh, but apparently Giant Freaking Robot has. So uh, make of that what you will. Uh, Kazakhs, again, in the comments says, MCU Quicksilver was lame. Anyway, keep Evan Peters. His version is better and the actor is better. Yes and no. I think Evan Peters' Quicksilver is better, but I don't think it's Aaron Taylor Johnson's fault. I think that was very much uh, that the movie Age of Ultron was a bit botched, to be honest. I was watching it earlier today. And uh, there, there are some elements of it that I like, uh, but overall, you can really feel that this is, I think this is the MCU movie where they kind of messed up a bit, really. I mean, they messed up a lot with like Thor, The Dark World and Iron Man 2. And some people don't like Iron Man 3, even though I do like that film. But I think this is the film where they panicked um, because they kind of went, oh God, we got to make something big here. We got to make this connect to everything. And the film kind of suffered as a result. And it's also, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not going to diss on everything that Joss Whedon ever directed, but it is directed by Joss Whedon, so maybe some people don't want to watch it now because of that. Maybe, who knows? Who knows? But do let me know your thoughts in the comments about that. Would you like to see uh, Evan Peters's Quicksilver and Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver in the MCU, both of them together? That would be interesting. I'd love to see that race. That race would be pretty damn awesome. I think Evan Peters' Quicksilver would win that all day. He's much faster. He's the standout in the Fox movies, definitely. In, the, in those X-Men Fox movies, he is the standout. Right, moving on, and moving on to the news that Sebastian Stan is being eyed for a Luke Skywalker Star Wars series. Wow. So this actually comes from Gigosti, and you know what? I trust Mikey Sutton implicitly, so I hope this is true. And to be honest, when he does these sorts of things, he is very candid and he's like, look, this is what I've been told. This is what I'm hearing. Uh, nothing official has been confirmed yet. So he's basically hearing, and this has been a, like rumored for quite some time now, that um, Disney and Lucasfilm are very interested in making a Luke Skywalker series, which is great. That's a brilliant idea, really. I think that is a good idea because what the hell's going on with uh, Baby Yoda? What's going on with, uh, I've forgotten his actual name, <laughs> uh, Grogu. What is going on with Grogu? And um, uh, I hope they do do something with that character. With with, uh, I mean, I don't think we're going to be seeing anything about that, really, to be honest. But what we're hearing now is that actually they're interested in rather than make the whole thing with a CGI character, which would be a stupid thing to do, genuinely stupid thing to do. 
it like it would be costly. It would look terrible. No, get an actor in. That would be a much much better thing to do. And uh, one one of the people that have that has been in like a lot of people have been talking about this guy, and that's Sebastian Stan. Everyone wants Sebastian Stan to play Luke Skywalker because he looks a lot like a young Mark Hamill, and he does. He does look a lot like a young Mark Hamill. So according to Mikey Sutton, if they do this uh, at the moment, what they're thinking of doing is bringing in someone like Sebastian Stan or Sebastian Stan himself to play Luke Skywalker in a solo series. So do let me know what you guys uh, think about that. Uh, right, let's go into the comments. Um, so uh, here, uh, Kazakh agrees with me. Avengers 2 was overstuffed, definitely. Uh, they used Avengers 2 to set up other stuff when it's better to use other movies to set up Avengers movies. Agreed. Completely agree with you. Uh, um, Eddie Gomez has a question. He says, have you heard anything on when the Eternals and Shang-Chi trailers will come out? Uh, very soon. Very, very soon. Uh, I All I'm going to say is um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's coming out in a couple of uh, days now. Something around around then. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's going to be that's going to be coming out pretty soon. I've heard it's already done. Uh, that the, both of those trailers are finished and, and ready to go. Uh, especially the Eternals one. The Eternals one is very re ready to go. So I think maybe the Eternals one you might get to you might see first. Um, all right, Reese seventy five says. Well, I mean, Rosario Dawson was fan cast as Ahsoka and the cast of and cast officially, so it makes sense for Sebastian Stan to play Luke. Completely agree with you. Of course, Rosario Dawson was a massive like bit of fan casting. Incidentally, uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but we actually broke the news that um, uh, what's it? Uh, Lars Mikkelsen was uh, cast as um, Grand Admiral Thrawn. So, if you know anything about uh, Star Wars Rebels, and if you read the Thrawn books, you'll know who he is, and you'll know that he was name dropped by Ahsoka Tano in The Mandalorian season two. So that is like a bit of fan casting that, that we were told is true, that is genuine, that is happening. And actually, Benedict Cumberbatch today, uh, who is another one of the actors that a lot of people seem to want to play through, and even though I think he's completely wrong for the role, was actually asked uh, by Collider whether he would play the role. And then he was like, who is that? Is he the guy that turns into Peter Cushing's character? Obviously, not really knowing who he was. Uh, no, he's not the guy that turns into Peter Cushing's character. That's uh, uh, Moff Tarkin. Uh, and then he said, oh, no, it's the blue guy, isn't it? I definitely wouldn't do that. Too much makeup. And I want to spend more time with my kids and not more time in the makeup uh, in the makeup trailer. So, yeah, seems as though he's ruled himself out. Uh, but that was never he was never on the cards anyway to play Grand Admiral Thrawn. Apparently, what I've been told is that Dave Filoni specifically went to Lars Mikkelsen and uh, asked him to do the role. So the, the, he is uh, Lars Mikkelsen was Filoni's choice. And that's that's because that's great because he does he does the voice uh, on on uh, Star Wars Rebels, so it makes perfect sense. Uh, Red, yeah. Uh, Red Lodge Crow said that's a. Cocainum. He's back. My producer is back. Uh, Red Lodge Crow says Scarlet Witch movie. Uh... Hello there. Scarlet Witch movie. Uh, what can I say about Scarlet Witch movie? Uh, it seems uh, what I've heard is that they're talking about it. That that, that, that there's an idea to do one. Uh, whether or not they do it, I don't know. Um, I think they might m more kind of have. I think it'd be more likely to have a Wonder Vision season two rather than a Scarlet Witch solo movie. But the thing is, is a lot of people seem to really want it. So if there's enough demand for it, and if there's a perfect story for it, then I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige will greenlight that. At the moment, it's not been greenlit, and um, there are discussions being had 
uh, about whether or not to do just a solo film or a season two. Uh, so we'll just have to wait and see. I can't give you anything official on that or like anything that I've heard specifically about whether a Scarlet Witch movie is in development. At the moment, all I can say is that there are rumors uh, about that. But um, thank you very much for the, um, the question. Right. Uh, final bit of news, and that's that Robert Downey Jr. is reportedly in talks for multiple Netflix projects. So Robert Downey Jr., what is going on with Robert Downey Jr.? Uh, this is something that I've been asking myself uh, a lot. Actually, before I go into this final question. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. So Red Lodge has obviously got some place to go. A uh, final question, Thunderbolts with Kingpin. Uh, mm, I don't know. That might be a better question from, from Mikey. Mikey, incidentally, is going to be on Sill's show later on. So if you want to ask him that question, all I know is that Kingpin is, uh, is pretty much nailed on uh, to return. And that means that um, Vincent D'Onofrio, Il D'Onofrio is, uh, is going to be involved, I think. And what's, what's James doing? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can. Okay, uh, Sill Show is all DC stuff. Uh, is it all DC stuff? But uh, right. Red Lodge Crow, you can ask that tomorrow during the Super Team Megaforce show <laughs> that's on. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so to today's show with Sill Abdul is all DC. They'll be talking. And then uh, tomorrow, this show, ask that question, and Mikey will let you know. Uh, yeah. And I, I forward it to Mikey so he'll know that you'll be asking tomorrow. Cool. Thank you very much, Producer James. Uh, so, yeah, I, I forgot, actually, that it was all DC tonight on uh, <laughs> on Sill's show. So, yeah, ask tomorrow on our show. Yeah, promising our show. Uh, all I can say is that Vincent D'Onofrio is very interested in coming back, and I'm pretty sure he's going to be coming back as uh, Kingpin. Uh, and that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, as I was saying, so... Uh, uh, <laughs> So he said, granddaughter is calling me. Okay. And uh, Red Lodge Sense says, thanks, Super James. Of course, Super James. Uh, so, yeah, the last bit of news is that apparently Robert Downey Jr. is in talks for multiple Netflix projects. So what's going on with Robert Downey Jr., as I was saying before? Well, it seems as though he's, um, he's in a bit of a weird place at the moment because he was one of the like biggest stars around was being paid more than 20 million per movie which is a crazy amount of money to be paid for to do a film uh but uh yeah and now he's left the mcu uh, i'm pretty sure he'll be back at some point in the future but not only that has he left the mcu um his like the thing that he was thinking of making like the next big franchise for him dr doolittle just flopped entirely did terribly it was awful that film if you've seen it you'll know how bad it is it's, it's dreadful and not only that then it looks like his um i mean he's still doing the uh the, the sherlock holmes stuff but that it doesn't have guy Ritchie involved anymore they've got a new director for that uh so that's in a kind of weird place as well they kind of pos postponed it time and time again that movie so what's he got going? Well, it seems as though he's been talking to Netflix. And uh, this, again, it, com it comes from Daniel Rickman. So do take it with a pinch of salt. Again, as I said, he produces so much content. Like, it's all, all the scoops. Everything's happening, according to him. But um, no, apparently he is talking to Netflix. And uh, we, we heard that a while ago, actually, that he was in discussions with Netflix. The only problem with him is he's very expensive. So it looks as though Netflix has kind of agreed to pay him his uh, ridiculous salary, and uh, the, but they want him for movies and TV shows. So think of it as like the Adam Sandler deal they did, although that, that was just for movies. But um, that that deal ended up to be ended up being very lucrative actually 
for Netflix. So he is a pull. I think um, I really do think uh, Robert Downey Jr. is a pull. But it is true, as Kazakh says in the comments, MCU actors really do struggle outside uh, outside Marvel movies. They do. I mean, we've seen it with literally. I mean, like Chris Evans tends to do kind of more like indie stuff really outside. He did Knives Out, which was quite good, and he was actually very good in it. Uh, he was in the Apple TV show, Apple TV Plus show, that I'm blanking on the name right now. So, But then you see like uh, Chris, um, what's his <laughs> all the Chris's, uh, Chris Hemsworth was struggling for a while. Then he got a kind of uh, a good gig with uh, Extraction, which was, did pretty well. Uh, but he couldn't seem to catch a break outside of the MCU, really. That, that, that was really tough. Chris Pratt was... He Chris Pratt seems to be one of them that was doing pretty well outside the MCU, but now people are intent on cancelling him. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see with like Jurassic. He does have the Jurassic World franchise, but then he was also in like um, in uh, movies uh, that didn't do so well, like Passengers and things like that. So they've all been in some real duds outside of the MCU. Um, like Scarlett Johansson is one that did, has done pretty well outside of the MCU. Uh, I mean, people that aren't so tied to like the main characters, uh, like Mark Ruffalo, I think he can really do no wrong, and he he does some pretty interesting stuff outside the MCU movies. Uh, but then again, he doesn't he doesn't like have the time um, like sync that all the other actors do because he doesn't have his own Hulk film, so maybe that comes into it as well. But Robert Downey Jr. is one of those actors that has really struggled, like really struggled. Anything non MCU related just has not done well for him. Apart. From the Sherlock Holmes movies, um, they they tend they tend to do pretty pretty well, which is kind of weird. Like uh, Reese says, MCU ruins uh, careers and DCU makes careers. Um, yeah, let's. Well, you might have a point actually. Like, uh, no, a producer James disagrees with you, but uh, I mean, I'm thinking like Henry Cavill, his career is kind of skyrocketed ever since he was in the dcu you know playing he was playing superman when he was cast as superman he was an unknown and then he's like in mission impossible he's in one of the biggest shows of all time in the witcher so you know his his career's done pretty well ben affleck not so well uh joe Magnello, not so well jesse eisenberg not not so well um uh, amy adams uh, she did some pretty cool stuff uh outside of the dcu one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, Arrival, she was in, and that was that was really cool. Uh, but yeah, I, it seems as though like superhero films, just the, the genre kind of sucks in a lot of actors and they find it very difficult to do anything really interesting outside of it. Scarlett Johansson has done lots of interesting stuff outside the DC, the, the MCU. I will say like she's done some really cool stuff outside of it. So apart from Ghost in the Shell. That's the, that's the only film that I'd say mm, not so well. Margot Robbie's another one, and Gal Gadot. Honestly, Gal Gadot, uh, what has she done outside of the Wonder Woman films? Like, really, what has she done? Like, it, it, like, let me know because honestly, I'm one of the people that I don't think Gal Gadot's a particularly good actor. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is me. This is me on this show. I I think she's very good as Wonder Woman, perfectly cast as Wonder Woman. But if you put her in any other role. Uh, she's really wooden, like really wooden. So uh, if you, uh, Reese, let me know what, what film she's been in uh, apart from like Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984 that are, that are good. Um, she was in um, uh, Fast and the Furious. Yeah, but she was barely in that. Like really, she, she and that was the well, first she was, film she was in. She's a new actress, man. Cut her some slack. She was she's really not though. She, she, she's not, she's not, oh, seriously. Okay, I think she's very good as Wonder Woman. 
I thought you said but, Wonder Woman was your favorite DC, uh, Marvel, uh, DC show uh, movie. <clears throat> the first one, yeah. The second one was awful. Yeah. Wonder Woman 1984 is terrible. Like that's a terrible movie, and she is very wooden in it. Like really wooden in it. Come on, you got to admit. You have to admit that, James. She's a bit wooden in it, yeah. Yeah, and then I mean, people just love her. I understand that Kazakh says Gal Gadot is limited, nothing outrageous here. What does that mean? Is limited nothing He's outrageous? He's agreeing here? with you. He's agreeing with me. Okay, good. Uh, and Clint Baker says Fast and Furious sixty five, <laughs> but like her and Fast and Furious, she dies in Fast and Furious, doesn't she? And she's literally, what well, she has a bikini scene, I think, and stuff like that. And it's just like, ugh, really. And I mean, I know she's she's like an incredible like like I think if you give her the right role, which is Wonder Woman, she's good. But I, I do think beyond that, I think she is. I just this person, I just think she's she's kind of wooden. I just think maybe it's it's too um, too soon to tell. You know what I mean? Maybe she hasn't actually been in that much stuff. Exactly. And she's, she's still, but you say that, but she is now like the world. Like the, I think she is the highest paid, one of the highest paid actors of all time. So it's like uh, she's obviously got a very good manager, or she's just very good at uh, <laughs> negotiating contracts. Yes. Well, Zack Snyder uh, put her in BVS, and then boom. Yeah. So, and yeah. she rocked that Wonder Roman entrance big time. And she that did. Score really, really helped. She did. Kaza, I'm actually going to disagree with you that she got best from Wonder Woman 1984. I don't think she was very good in that film. Uh, maybe it's just because I didn't like the film much. But um, And yet, she died, but no one's ever really gone in the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> you are very much correct. I, I'm pretty sure they're going to bring her back. Uh, you know, with, uh, is it Han, his name? The guy that they brought back uh, from the dead. But um, yeah, I mean, I suppose, I, I, just, I just think, I'm just thinking about DC, EU, and MCU actors i mean look how difficult michael keaton found it after playing batman i mean it wasn't really until uh birdman that he was ever taken seriously again and it's like that that was that you know it seems to be a difficult thing to get out of and um you tend to be typecast and uh you get paid a lot which is good but then it's like when you're thinking about these things when you're thinking about which roles to take uh one of the things i'm pretty sure uh actors will think about is will this be a detriment to my career later on and I do get the impression that like uh, playing Iron Man for Robert Downey Jr. was both a blessing and a curse because it got him, you know, he wasn't in anything really. He was getting nothing in Hollywood. And there are many reasons why that was that, you know, he had his he had his demons. And um, then he was, you know, John Favreau was like, no, he's got to be Iron Man. He's got to be Tony Stark. And that's great. He's brilliant in that role. But then ever since he's tried producing things with his wife and stuff like that, it just haven't worked. They haven't. I think he was in a film called The Judge, which was actually pretty good, but it just didn't do very well. So it's just it's it's a, it's a weird thing. It just seems to be a really weird thing. Uh, there will come a day when every single actor in Hollywood is starring in um, has starred in a comic book movie, and then Scorsese won't be able to say anything critical. Scorsese will always say critical stuff about comic book movies. Don't you worry about that. Uh, what he said that they were like uh, theme park rides, and you know what. He kind of has a point. They are a bit like theme park rides, and I love theme park rides, but I don't think you can say it's not cinema because it's all cinema. Everything's cinema. <laughs> but calling them theme park rides, eh, you know, they are. They're fun, and there's nothing wrong with a bit of fun. Uh, and on that bombshell, I think I'm going to end the show. Uh, so as... Cocaino. Kazakh says he's right. Uh, if you're talking about Scorsese, you're right. They are theme park rides. Uh, and so, yes, as I said, 
that I'm going to end the show there. But what I want to do is, uh, again, plug. Uh, you can follow us everywhere at Small Screen Co. up there. And there you go. There, there's, there, there's my arms at the end. There's, there, there's something there. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, tune... <laughs> tune in uh, tomorrow. Uh, so, uh, James, you can put the graphic up again to show the times. So 5 p.m. Uh, PST, 8 p.m. EST, 2 p.m. CT. Ooh, that's where I, that's my, that, I'm going to have to be up at two o'clock tomorrow uh, in the morning and probably up until about three or four, maybe if it goes on like for four hours. Um, so yeah, that's a super, so I'm going to do the voice. Am I going to do the voice? Kevin, <laughs> I think James is going to get, get very annoyed if I do anything. I won't do the voice. Uh, so super team mega force, that's what it's called. And it's going to feature me, Mikey Sutton, Sil Abdul, that James guy, and sometimes TiVo, and random guests, question mark. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but yeah, do tune into that. That's going to be really, really fun. And um, now you can take that graphic off, James. <laughs> he just loves that graphic. He really, really loves that graphic. James, take it off. I've got to finish the show. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. You can go and see uh, Mikey Sutton over at Sil Abdul Inc. Uh, talking everything DC. And um, that's coming out. That's uh, 6 p.m. PST, as you can see on that brilliant graphic that James obviously did. That's, uh, very, very... that's on in two hours. Two hours. That's on in two hours. So be sure to go and check that, that out, guys. No, sorry, um, four hours. Four hours. Okay. Uh, Edward <laughs> Reese, Reese says, Edward Browder. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know what that, that's in reference to. <laughs> <laughs> lol uh right so again thank you very much guys for watching i'll see you here tomorrow at 2 a.m my time uh again you got the graphics so the, well, we're going to post that on social media so you guys know about it uh thank you very much i'm gonna i am gonna put this out as a podcast these podcasts are getting crazier and crazier um and you can get that wherever you get your podcast at small screen stories and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, then a five-star rating be wonderful don't forget to like and subscribe uh to the youtube channel guys if you haven't uh i'd love that yeah. that'd be really really good if you could do that and uh yeah thank you very much for watching and thank All you right. To producer Sorry, james it's, it's 6 p.m est for sales show uh that's an old graphic 6 p.m est get so, your time get your times right james. i know it's you know i'm tired <laughs> it. so it's three hours from now three hours from now three hours no one hour from now for christ's sake it's one hour from now it's one hour from now <laughs> all right I, I they're gonna they're gonna see it i'm pretty sure <laughs> right uh thank you very much for watching guys and i'll see you in the next one cheers and goodbye